Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello, and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? All kinds of things. I won't talk about baseball. I'm not going to talk sports. Whatever. No sports shop. Nothing. It's just, you know what? It's actually good to be here. And by the way, thanks for the book. I appreciate it. Uh, you're so welcome. I see it in the background. It warmed my heart. Uh, and uh, by the way, thank. Uh, just a little side note, thanks to everybody who's left reviews for Revenue Growth Engine. It's been so fun working with teams, helping them develop growth strategies, which is what I get to do when I'm not podcasting on Selling from the Heart. And by the way, if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And Larry, I will say, you know, just to, last night, I was sat down after a long day and after a busy evening, I sat down, I turned the television on and there was live sports on television. And I'm not a baseball junkie anywhere like you. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm just way, no one could be as big of a baseball junkie as you, Larry. But I watched a baseball game last night because I was so thankful to see people actually competing live on television. It was, it was amazing. So okay. I know you got to be feeling good about this. No. So, so, well, I already kind of, I told you my experience. So I watched a baseball game yesterday. I was so excited because I'm a diehard Dodgers fan and my wife and I sit down and we start watching the game, like first pitch. You can tell I'm a geek first pitch and I'm watching and all that. And my wife finally goes, what the heck is going on? And cardboard cutouts are in the background. They piped in fan noise and chants and the whole shebang. The batters come up to their rock music that's playing and all that. I'm like, oh, you got to be And then, so then the first, so then the Dodgers are playing the Angels. So just a quick story. We'll introduce Brian. And then <laughs> the Angels batter hits a home run. And when he walks into the dugout, Everyone high fives them, but there's like a four foot gap between each. <laughs> they can wash their it hands. Was so <laughs> hilarious! <laughs> well, cardboard cutouts and piped in fan noise—that is the exact opposite of selling from the heart. <laughs> We're all about authenticity. <laughs> hey, by the way, just a shout out—I got to give a shout out because we always do to the selling from the heart insiders group. And uh, you know, one of the things that's just so fantastic is seeing this community of authentic sales professionals. Uh, not only gathering, but supporting each other and um, encouraging, not, not just encouraging, like giving real solid ideas and insight to each other in the mastermind group calls. And I just absolutely love the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. Larry, I think it's, it's been the highlight of my, uh, my summer, even this baseball-free summer, being a part of the Insiders group and Selling from the Heart. And I, I just want to encourage, I'd say a thank you to everyone who's in the group and encourage you to check it out if you haven't already. No, and it, and it was, I agree. I concur. It was the, it's been the highlight of, of what we've gone through this past three, four, five months. And it's, it's all about creating that sense of community and bringing people together. It's, it's sorely needed in the sales profession. Totally. 100%. It really is. If you want to check it out, uh, go to sellingfromtheheart.net, 
slash insiders and you can check it out. Speaking of authenticity, speaking of a true, passionate, cool, uh, this is going to be a great conversation today. So why don't you introduce our guest, Larry, and let's dive in. So, I, well, I, first of all, I can't wait to bring Brian on, but I have to give a backstory. I always like giving backstories on, on how we bring guests on, but I want to give a special shout out to Matt Wagner, because if it wasn't for Matt Wagner, I don't meet Brian Covey, none whatsoever. And it was right at the beginning of all the, the issues and challenges we're all going through. And Matt Wagner's got a, does a video with the Selling from the Heart book. I remember it as plain as day. I even shed a tear and that's how I met Brian. And it's just been an absolute thrill to get to know Brian. I've done some meetings with him and his team. This is a true Selling from the Heart leader. We're going to have a blast on the podcast. I promise everybody this is just going to be just buckle up for this one. So without further ado, Brian Covey, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Dude, thank you guys, man. I love, I love the adjectives you give me. I'm going to take it all. I'll bring it all in. And I'll be cool. And I'll- you know, I'm just, I'm just teeing it up because you know, we always have asks afterwards. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thank you guys for having me. That's, I will say shout out to Matt as well, because that during this whole COVID experience is like, we've connected up with more people through mm-hmm. these kind of one-off connections that you realize, wow, that's somebody I need to know as well. And then it yeah. just fosters and grows and expands. And thank you. Cause you've invested time into our team. And they've benefited from that. So imagine if that conversation doesn't happen, we don't have the impact that you've had on our team. So thank you. Well, it's such a great picture of the the power of relationships and networks and all of that, which I'm sure we'll talk about today. But as we get started, I'm really curious to hear your answer to the question that every Selling for the Heart podcast guest answers, which is this, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Love that one. And love the book, by the way. So we've been diving into this. Actually, I'm on a journey that I'm learning more about what that means. But today, what I would tell you, what I've learned and what it means for me is, you know, selling from the heart. I think about sales as my team as a leader today is really my my customers, right? So I don't get to interact with the end user customer as much. Mm -hmm. And so our team, but I also think about our customers that come to us and they want to refinance or buy a home, um, real estate agents that want to work with us. And selling from the heart for me is kind of boiled down into thinking about how not how so much we were taught you want to be treated yourself, but think about your customer and how they want to be treated. And if you use your heart first and then connect with your mind of how you know to interact with people and you listen about who they are and what drives people from an authentic place, right? Like what makes people happy? And I think about encouraging people, giving them grace in this season is huge and empathy right now. And selling from the heart is really connecting up with that customer in a way that's deeper than any one transaction or any, I'm just trying to sell them something or just trying to fulfill even a need. As many of us in sales were taught, you're just trying to fulfill their need, like, uh, you know, discover their, their problems and their challenges. I think from selling from the heart, what I've learned is you got to go beneath the surface. It's kind of the questions behind the questions and you build relationships with people that not only are you serving them today, but you're able to serve them for years to come as a friend, as a you know advisor, and really somebody that makes a meaningful difference outside of, yes, whatever product or service that you're able to offer them. It, it's going deeper than that. And that's, what, that's kind of my journey around this. It's so good, Daryl. I, I thought I've heard all the answers when it comes to selling from the heart and the words, except I just heard something I haven't heard. And Brian, I was hoping that you can just expand on it just a little bit. You said grace during this season. Mm. And 
peel that one back just for our listeners, if you don't mind, please? Yeah. So it's funny. I've been posting on this lately. Is right now you think about all of us, if we go back and put ourselves in February, March, Uh we didn't really know this was coming. We all had plans for 2020, right? And I think 2020, it was built up to be a year of, you know, clarity of vision. We're gonna- 2020 vision. It's going to be awesome, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's a new mean, decade. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> think about it. It was hyped up to be the year of all years. Yeah. We were enjoy. <laughs> well, March hits. And, and very quickly, I'm sure like all of us that travel or are meeting with teams, we realized very quickly, this year is going to change. And mm. in March, I remember thinking, man, could this be 60 days? Could this be 90 days? There's and no way we can do this for 60 days. No way. We thought, right? <laughs> right? My kids are home. I remember when I got the call that my kids were going to not be allowed to go back to school and it was temporary and it kept getting postponed, postponed. Mm-hmm. And I remember the day my wife and I looked at each other and we go, do you think they're even going to go back? And reality was they did not go back. Right. And so we moved into this. So grace for me during the season was realizing that not everybody's going to experience this the same way. And while you may talk or you may be having a, a phenomenal year during this, this time, to have grace with people that are not having a great day and yeah. they're not enjoying this season and, and they are not, um, maybe they don't have the resources or just set up mentally. I've realized through this, a lot is not being discussed around just mental health mm. and to have grace with people when they snap off at you and they're angry when they don't seem like they're engaging with you when they seem overwhelmed when when all of that leaders right now we we have to lean in and really be compassionate and show grace for people above and beyond what we've ever done in the past and it has to be intentional right it can't be reactionary yeah. Yeah. and wait for it we've got we've got to be very intentional about this so so true and i you know it's interesting because right now everyone's at the extremes right you're either if you're in business you're at one extreme or the other you're really um you know you're in a ditch you're in trouble you're trying to panic and figure things out talk to a business yesterday that's down 35% right i mean it's and they're trying to figure things out or you're in an industry like you're in you know in in mortgage financial services everyone on the planet wants to refinance their home right now and so you know you're you've, you're in quotes blessed more than, you know, you you ever dreamed you would be yet the, you know, the stress of trying to fulfill on all of that in, you know, in the middle of this disconnected virtual um, inconvenient environment is, is greater than ever. And, and whatever, whatever, whatever reality you're living in right now, whether it's, you know, desperately trying to dig out of a ditch or desperately trying to figure out how to fill demand um, either, either end, you know, results in everybody is frat frazzled. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and fragile probably is another word on that. Right. And, sure. and, and selling from the heart right now means, um, extending grace and, um, being empathetic and, um, and caring and, and certainly as a sales leader, um, you know, in, in your world, you're working with a team that is, um, has got to be stretched beyond what they ever thought they could be stretched. Yeah. Um, you know, how are you navigating that as a leader right now? So constant communication. And I'll tell you, it has been since we set out in March. And I remember the frequency in that rhythm of communication, you have to know your team. And so you have to be able to listen to your team. And, you know, that's still something I'm, I'm working through is just understanding that I may talk to one leader in the morning and one you know, later that morning and they're on opposite ends of that spectrum to your point mm. of, yes, we yeah. have a lot of business coming in, 
But if they don't know how to deal with that pressure and that stress, they may react very differently to how that's coming into them and how they're truly overwhelmed today. And I have to recognize what they can handle and how much they can handle. And as a leader, what I have found, though, this is a great season for leaders to lean in and to provide coaching. Because think about last year, the year just kind of went through and there weren't a lot of bumps in the road. Honestly, for for our group, we just kind of moved through. Yes, we had growing pains and things. But this year has thrown in more complexity and more challenges and more opportunities to grow as an individual and as a leader that Mm. I really would take it as you could get almost, I would say, eight to 10 years of leadership experience if you do it right in this year to 18 months, because you're going to see more than you've ever seen, right? So imagine that. I've been <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a master's degree in leadership when you survive this year. It, it really, that is interesting. This is an interesting perspective. It really does accelerate. And um, boy, for, for leaders, leaders really have to dig in right now. And um, yeah, Wow way more experience than maybe you wanted compressed into a short time frame, right? It is. And you may think of, you know, we've been keeping it in kind of short sprints and realizing that, you know, everybody talks about, okay, take it one day at a time. And yes, you know, I think that's important for certain like tactical things and how you structure your days. Mm-hmm. But we've even said, Hey, we're doing a 30 day, just kind of sprint towards it. This is it. And then to make sure people are taking adequate rest because this yeah. season I know for us and me personally, I've realized there's so much of a blend, right? Like my kids are always at home. I work out at home sometimes. I'm at home with my family. I work from home. I'm, I'm here. There's not a separation that mm-hmm. we used to be able to have mentally. And so as leaders, realizing what that looks like and, and almost creating space for your team. And I had a conversation earlier this week. There's some people that feel guilty if they don't work 50 or 60 hours a week. It's right. salespeople. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give them permission to say, right now, you may be more productive in this season and you may be achieving your goals. And it's actually okay to give yourself permission to, to let off the gas. If you, you want to do that before you break, right? You don't want to have the accident mm-hmm. and then look back and go, I should have slowed down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you be, I, I think, you know, when you said, you actually said a word a couple of times, lean in, Brian, and I think it's interesting because it's kind of cool to bring Brian on since Brian, uh, Brian and I have always had some conversations prior to this anyway. But when you say lean in, I, I also, I also believe this is the time for leaders to really truly connect mm-hmm. with their customers. Like you said in the very beginning and your customers are your employees, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you say lean in, you know, what would be some of the things that you've, you've used, uh, intentional, you use listening. So what are some of the other things that you're doing as a leader when you lean in on your team and you intentionally listen? What are the things that that you're looking for that you want to bring to the surface? I think as, as a leader today, the thing that's become very apparent is if you're leading a team like ours is a sales team, and then most teams have other team members that fulfill the orders, right? Or for us, it's like processing, underwriting, closing. We've got HR, we've got finance. I think it's important to have a holistic perspective of your team. You need to be talking with people from every different department today to understand the ebbs and flows because there might be stress in one part of your your team and your business, but they might also give you ideas and perspective. And so for me, leaning in is every day I've created space to make sure on my calendar that I have time that if someone were to call me or want 30 minutes with me, I'm going to get it booked. I'm going to make time. So it's not only me reaching out and being proactive that I have one-on-ones and I'm reaching out and connecting with people in all those groups, 
But I think you also, from a, a reactive standpoint, if someone reaches out and has an issue or needs to talk to you, I've had more conversations, not about the business, about life, about how are they doing. And I think as a leader to slow down, and many times we want to jump into the business conversation, right? And they call you about something that's business related. I've caught myself and I'm trying to do better at this is slow down and just ask them how they're doing. And just listen. Because yeah, that right now, probably no one's listening to them as much as they need to be heard. And I've caught some people that they may break down and have tears. Be prepared. You may have team members that will, will crack and that is okay. It's a safe place. We've told our group that. Mm-hmm. So leaning in is... Man, just to let everybody know that, that we care about them, that we're all in this together. And that if you're experiencing any, you know, not just your wins, because we're going to celebrate those, but if you're experiencing anything that's just pulling you away, whether it's just stress or overcapacity, hey, you got a safe place to reach out. It's okay to put your hand up and say, I, I need to tap out for a second. I need help. Yeah. Where in the past, that might have been a sign of weakness. We've really built in our team. You can always come and ask for help. We will not look down on you. We will not think less of you. We want to protect you both from a career standpoint, but also your mental health. And that's where that grace comes back in, I believe. So, you know, Larry, those are the tactics of leaders today need to reach out. I'm doing quite a bit of video content for my team that instead of sending an email, I'm doing video communication. So like they can see me, they can hear Mm -hmm. the tone of my voice. They can see how things are going through that. I think that communication knowing that I haven't seen many of them in six months, may not see them for many months, you can't lose sight of the connections. Dropping your team, videos via text, audio messages. Don't just go by and send text messages and emails. It is not Mm -hmm. connecting with your team. That's so good. And I think the flow through um, for sales professionals listening in as well um, is the same thing, right? It, I mean, when, I remember Larry and I were both um, were involved in conferences the week everything shut down. We were at Disney, which is like the epicenter, the worst place to be on earth. We were there at the sales 2.0 conference. And, um, you know, and, but as we were, you know, we had no idea what was ahead of us, but we, we put a, uh, a podcast and a, a web meeting out about being beacon of hope. And I think mm-hmm. at the beginning of this, we talked a lot about empathy. We're now, you know, as we record this podcast, we're about four or four and a half months into this crisis. And I think one of the things to remember about our our team. And if you're in sales about your clients is they're tired. They really are tired. They're frazzled. And, um, you know, it it is, it is such a, um, and and there, there's pressure from every side. You know, once again, if you're in the ditch, there's pressure to get out of the ditch. If you're rocking and rolling, there's pressure to handle the demand where, wherever they are. And now I'm thinking in particular of conversations we've had with people in the healthcare um, space right now that are selling into healthcare and trying to talk to, you know, healthcare professionals. Oh my gosh. Talk about, you know, being frazzled. I can't, you can only imagine how hard that world is and the amount of grace, um, that you can extend by just listening and encouraging and, um, you know, and, uh, Oh, there's, if there's ever been a time for empathy and authenticity, um, right now, this is the time. And, um, yeah, this, this is so, it's so funny because, you know, it pre pre crisis, there were lots of great people, um, in the, in the business world and the sales profession that, 
said, yeah, authenticity is good. But I knew there were a lot of people as well that were like, well, that's just fluff. Come on, man. We just, we're driving results. Authenticity is bull crap, you know, right. all that stuff. But now I think that everyone, you know, really people's eyes are open to the reality that, that this heart level connection is not uh, an accessory. It's not an option. It's not a uh, nice to have. It is, it is um, the ball game right now. And I'm, I'm proud to see you not just recognizing that, but um, doing stuff about that as a leader in your organization. It's really inspiring. Yeah, I think, well, I've kind of taken on this role and I see what I've noticed is, is you lead as a leader and you step into that. And a lot of stuff, you know, I remember when I was starting, like even my social media journey, and this is probably something to, to unpack a little, is some of what I share on social media was, was truly to just share my own journey. But what mm-hmm. I found through that journey is now the boat is getting bigger and I'm able to bring more leaders with me on the journey and they're given permission to share things, go through their journey. And mm-hmm. especially with video and finding their voice, that's what gets me up. And I tell everybody is it's not about just creating other leaders. I want to create other leaders that create other leaders that mm-hmm. create other leaders. Like this needs to be a generational thing that if I were to leave and, and I said, you know what, guys, I, I hit the lottery. I'm out. I'm going to keep working with this for a while, but I'm just, I'm out. I would hope that we've done enough around leadership and our values and what we do that any one of our, our, our guys could step up and say, yeah, man, I know, I know how we're going to roll. I know what we're going to do And the team would be comfortable, right? Yeah, like that, yeah. that it, should be the vision. It, it, it's so cool because I always have this just to condense this is I just say, you know what? Great leaders develop leadership on their team. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it's even the way I view things that it might, it, it's the warp things that go on in my head. But I always, I always say this is those leaders that lead with the heart. Brian, you do a, a phenomenal job of that soon develop a whole team that goes out and sells from the heart. So yeah. just as leaders, you know, key into what Brian's had to say, because your people are paying attention to how you're treating them. It's the same way your customers are paying attention to how your sales team is treating them. And there's direct connections in all of this. Yeah. And, and it's those leaders that develop leaders on their teams. And it's those people are going to pay attention to leadership. They're going to carry that out into the marketplace. It's contagious. I tell everybody, like, you look at toxic teams and you can tell. Yeah. That is not, there's not any heart in it. It's all head. It's like, okay, here's our strategy. You know, I shared something yesterday about leadership and it was really, you know, good leaders really think about what is that best strategy and how do we actually achieve the business results when I really have finding like selling from the heart and great leadership tied together in that we're going to empower the right people and mm-hmm. they're going to then carry out the business because they know what to do. The right people empowered will do far more than any leader trying to control and kind of dictate through, here's the strategy, this is what we do, how we do it. Giving them that freedom, I think that that comes from the heart. And, and to know as a leader, it's okay to let go of control in areas. When you empower the right people, the team will do far more than I would have ever imagined or could have done on my own, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And, and once again, this is so instructive for sales professionals as well. You know, as a leader of people with a team, I mean, you have a, um, a sensitivity to paying attention to that team and what's going on 
with them and their, their personal life. Um, you also have the challenge of doing that remotely over virtual and it salespeople are the same way right now. You know, if you have, uh, whether you recognize it or not, you know, you can, we can get lulled into this sales is about hitting a number, hitting quota. These are accounts. These are, you know, uh, things in my pipeline. No, these are people. And, uh, these are, you know, these are real people on the other end of the, the pipeline on the other end of the zoom meeting. Um, and they're going through some real significant challenges right now, uh, most likely. And so that level of, of sensitivity, and I just, I even love your heart to say, you know what, I'm going to leave my calendar a little bit open um, so that, you know, there's space in my day to be able to deal with that stuff. And um, yeah, this, this is, this is a time uh, I'm curious, you know, as we wrap up and what a, what a fantastic conversation um, I'm going to ask a question of, of all of us, but I, I'm really curious to hearing, hearing your, your perspective on this. If you were to fast forward to whatever future time that this you know, madness is behind us, um, what do you think are going to be some of the biggest lessons that you'll pull out of this season? Um, how's one, it changing you? One that's really resonated. This has been an opportunity for me is like family and my faith have always been at the top of like my core values and what I do. And, and I have found that family time for me and my time, like spending my time with God and like faith rejuvenates me. It gives me energy. And I have Mm -hmm. discovered through this season, what gives me energy. And there's also some things that I needed to pull out of my life that are sucking my energy away that quite honestly, I don't need in my life. Mm -hmm. I probably just had them because they were there. It has given me clarity of one, what really matters, what my priorities really are. And I'm able to, to live more in accordance with those. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm going to look back on is this time with, with, I've got three young kids, you know, 13, 11, and almost five next month. Um, so those three, this time I'm really investing because what they're going to have is remembering time with dad and, and remembering who I was and like imparting those values and those mm-hmm. conversations with them that, you know, for most salespeople, let's call it what it is. We are highly driven. We are highly competitive. And many times we can go and err on the side of, we work so hard and pour ourselves into the business side. And I think this has taught us that family and, and your surroundings matter. The people in your life matter more than ever. And, and we need to create space for those people in those relationships mm-hmm. because that's what's going to last over time. And that's, that's really what matters. I think that I'm gonna look back on that season and look, I'll get some things right. I'll get some things wrong, but, but overall the direction is, is going the right direction of, of where I feel like I'm spending my time. And I would, I would share that as encouragement to others is lean in on those things. That's so good. good. So good. That's really good. Yeah. The energy side of it is, um, has been interesting because when you're in one place all day long, right. And all evening long, I mean, it, you know, it's so funny. And my car is, you know, every so often I go to drive somewhere and yeah, my car is like, where have you been? <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> you're going, is this thing going to start? Right. Cause it's just been so long. And, uh, but being in that one place all the time and, um, you know, the, I always joke the 20 step commute, right. Home and to work or whatever that is to your, to your home office is, um, I think it being in the one place really highlights, um, it gives you a kind of a, an experimental place to figure out where you get your energy and, and where, you know, what's, what's sapping it. And, um, yeah, that is, that's a really interesting insight right now, because at the end of the day, whether you're in leadership or you're a sales 
professional, the energy that you're able to bring to the table um, and, and all of that is essential. And um, I think right now is a really good time to, to define that and to, to set some habits that can, can uh, follow you. So that, that's really strong. Good. I think you're going to see this other piece I've shared with people is you're going to see people this year, two camps, maybe three, but the people that went intentionally into their own personal development and their teams, they are going mm-hmm. to exponentially grow. And when I was sharing that earlier, like you could see eight to 10 years of growth yes. in a year to 18 months, but yeah. you're also going to have people, let's just call it what it is. You're going to have people that don't lean in the woe mm-hmm. is me camp. This is so just hard. Just survive this thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait till it gets back to normal two camps and, yeah. um, and we've just chosen, look, as hard as it is, we're going to, we're going to wake up every day. There's a battle, but we're going to find a way to win. And you're going to see those camps and yeah. almost disproportionate winners and some that just get left behind. Yeah. Daryl, it reminds me of that whole saying, if you fail to invest, you'll never be able to collect. Ooh, and yeah. it's, it concerns me because it was interesting as I was listening to Brian's responses as, as to what's changed. You know, the biggest thing that I, that I noticed about myself is I just, I'd laid off the news. I lay, I completely, this was the best time to detox from some of the things that, that were just, they would time suck me away. And so it's like no news. I got creative, right? The conversations I started to have with people became a lot deeper. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, to use your expression, Brian, about going all in and leaning in. I was leaning into a lot more heavy conversations where we were, where we were digging below the surface and pulling back the covers. And, and people appreciate that because I, I, I think some of the distractions, though there's many, some of the distractions weren't as bad because, you know, it's the whole, Hey, I'm here. I'm focusing on you. I'm focusing right. on the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's good insight. And what a, what a fantastic conversation, Brian. Thank you so much for joining Thank us you today. And, um, you're, you're an inspiration. Uh, and I just, I've really, really enjoyed hearing your heart as a leader in all of this. Um, just so wonderful. Any, any final words to this uh, global community of uh, selling for the heart professionals? Man, I would just say the selling from the heart, if you really start to embrace that, it will change you. And I think it changes you not only just in the business, but in your personal side as well. Yeah. And I love you guys have a group surround yourself with people on the same journey that are thinking those same things. As I've always found, they're going to lift you up and they're going to be the ones that along the journey, can help you grow beyond what you could have done by yourself. That'd be my encouragement is lean in on those. That's where it's at. Outstanding. Well, thank you, Brian. Thank you everybody for joining us this week. Thank you for um, just like Brian said, becoming a community, supporting each other and uh, just, you know, being who you are. It's, it's such an inspiration to be a part of, of heart minded, genuine, authentic, grace filled sales professionals and leaders. So Thank you. Um, And until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, bring some grace to the conversation, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.